This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Devraga Personal Finance Podcast Episode 32. Now, in this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about what is lifestyle creep. I have briefly mentioned it in my previous podcast episodes, but I think it's worthwhile delving deeper into what it is and how it can really affect you when it comes to retirement nest egg planning. And also, we'll go into an article that I read. Actually, I read it last year, and I want to go through some of the examples of what lifestyle creep is. Now, for those of you that are new to this podcast channel, as you know, the proof is in the pudding. I always talk about the pay yourself concept, that is, take at least 20% of your after-tax income, put it aside, and invest it for the future, and keep doing it again and again on a regular basis, and over the 20 to 30 to 40-year time period, you are likely to end up with more money that you probably ever will need. Now, when it comes to lifestyle creep, what is it? What is a definition of lifestyle creep? And I have to be honest to you guys, I'm guilty of lifestyle creep pretty much every other week. Let's fall into it deeper. Lifestyle creep is when people's lifestyle costs or the standard of living improves as the income increases. Now, we see this in people that are in university and then start graduating and get a good paying job and then get a promotion and then get another good paying job. And you'll see that as they grow further into their career, as they make more money, then what might tend to happen is the expenses actually increase. Now, some of it might be legitimate because you might get married, you might have a partner, you might start having kids, kids cost money, sending them to school, etc., etc. But some of it may not be all legit, like the extra cup of coffee, the fine wine, the dining, traveling overseas more frequently than what's required. Now, basically, the formal luxuries that you considered as luxuries have now become new necessities. Now, when you think about what the holy grail of investing and retirement planning is, It's to keep increasing your income, but keep expenses as low as possible. And at the same time with your savings to invest it so that that makes you more money. I logged into my investment portfolio recently and because it's the end of the first quarter, I got dividends and guess what I did? I accumulated the dividends and it's automatically been invested back into my share portfolio. It's money that I don't see. It's money that I can't feel. It's money that I can't access. And I got a pretty hefty dividend. I got a five-figure dividend this quarter alone. And if this continues on over the long term, I know that over the long term, I'll end up with more money than probably I'll ever need. Now, what sort of things are, are lifestyle creep? What sort of things affect it? 
your home, your car, your furniture or the types of furniture, maybe the brand of furniture that you buy, education, sending kids to private school versus public school, coal, um, coals, clothes and electronics. Sorry, I wasn't meant to say coals. Shopping at Coles, you know, can be considered a necessity, although there are cheaper brands out there. Food, drinks, restaurants, what type of restaurants you go to, how regularly you eat out, do you get takeaway? Um, and also having vacations. Um, you know, can there be budget vacations, medium vacations, luxury vacations? Are you going to travel business class, first class? Are you going to stay in five-star hotels or apartments? So basically, it's when you think that spending for non-essential items, such as traveling in business class or first class, let me assure you, it's not essential. Spending non-essential items you think are your right rather than a privilege. Um, it's, it, it becomes ingrained in the way that you're thinking. You start thinking, I have a right to do this rather than it's my choice not to do it. It's kind of, you know, psychological when you think about it. So why is lifestyle creep a problem? Now, I'm guilty of lifestyle creep, okay? When I was a medical student, I was able to scringe on very low amounts of income um, I, you know, worked part-time, I was on scholarship, um, I wasn't eligible to receive any government support because of the scholarship, and that's fair enough, but I did, I did work, I did tutoring, I participated in health studies um, in terms of me conducting research, uh, so I had part-time employment while I was studying full-time, and med school wasn't easy because, you know, your contact hours are up to 40 hours a week sometimes, particularly when you get into third, fourth, fifth, sixth year. Um, so for me, I was able to earn money, save money, and I wouldn't spend it on non-essential items. You know, for me, going out and spending in a fine restaurant, you know, going out um, and, uh, uh, you know, going out to parties or getting drunk. I don't drink. Um, I don't smoke. I'm a bit of a teetotaler and boring in that regard. But going, you know, going on vacations, going on weekend trips, whatever, like I wouldn't do it. Basically, I would save the money and I wish I'd invested. I didn't. Um, I basically saved all of the money. And of course, that became the money that I used to, to buy home straight out of medical school um, because I was able to put that money for a deposit um, once I graduated. Uh, I bought my first home in my 20s. So, um, and thankfully, that's continued on in terms of my property portfolio. So, how was I able to live? on such very low income levels when I was a medical student, but all of a sudden I'm guilty because now I probably couldn't live on that income anymore. Well, that's because now I have a family, I've got a wife, I've got a couple of children, and kids cost money sending them to school. Admittedly, my kids go to private school. Now, that's a whole debate whether it's worth it or not, but it's, it's an argument that I'm not going to have with my wife. Um, so, you know, these are all little things that's come up in my life which have crept up. But thankfully, the exponential growth of my income has made it all possible without relative uh, difficulties. You know, I have a gardener. Um, I have a cleaner. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd love to have a cook. It's something that I've considered. Um, uh, you know, we've considered as a family, but probably we won't be doing that anytime in the near future. Only because I'd like to have a cook because I'm a strict vegetarian, guys, because, you know, I, I uh, am extremely strict when it comes to my food. So, uh, and my wife and my kids are not vegetarian. So it's actually quite difficult uh, for them to adjust to what I need. So, of course, you know, I might 
need to invest in a cook later on. I'll probably, you know, have uh, meals delivered to my house, etc. So that's that's the practical reason why we've considered having a chef or a cook. But it's not something that we're going to go ahead. But certainly we have a gardener who does a great job maintaining our lawns and our uh, uh and our gardens and we have a cleaner she's fantastic you know uh, we're fortunate enough to live in a very big home so um to clean all that will take me about eight hours a week i just don't have eight hours a week i'd much rather go out because for me that's an opportunity cost i'd much rather go out and work for those eight hours and i'll probably make a whole month's worth uh, that it's going to cost me to employ a cleanup. So that, to me, is a financial decision. But these are all lifestyle creeps that it may be affecting you in your own life. So why is lifestyle creep important? Well, it's important to be aware of because it can seriously derail your retirement plans and goals. Let's use an example. Suppose you put away $1,000 a month over 30 years. So $1,000 a month over 30 years, and the average annual return for that $1,000 a month is around 8%. Let's assume that for a sec. 8% over 30 years, guys, is not really a huge return. Let's be a bit conservative, okay? Um, and basically, if you did that and you reinvested all of those interest and dividends that you'd get off that 8% on a monthly or yearly basis, you'll end up with $1.49 million. Now, let's break that down. $360,000 would be your own money that you've invested. That's $1,000 a month. And the rest of it is actually interest. So $1.13 million is interest that you'll be generating and reinvesting over those 30 years. So most of the money is going to come from interest. Now, supposing you told me, you know, Devraga, I really want to enjoy life. You know, I, I don't want to be, you know, um, you know, uh, be a pauper all my life. You know, what's the point? Life is all about enjoyment, which, you know, partially I tend to agree with. And there's no judgments here. But let's say you say to me that rather than investing a thousand dollars a month for that eight percent return, you now want to invest five hundred dollars a month. Um, but you only want to do it for 10 years. Um, and you assume the same 8% return, and you do it after 10 years because you say, you know, I really want to enjoy my life for about 10 years, and then I'll get back onto investing, okay? Fine, you do that again. So $500 a month for 10 years at 8%, you know how much money you'll end up after 10 years? $91,000. Now, in the previous example, over 30 years, you would have made $1.49 but now you've got not even one-tenth of that. $91,000, of which $60,000 would be your own money and $31,000 would be the interest earned. But fine, you've only done that for 10 years. So then you say to me, okay, well, for the next 20 years, so after the 10 years, you get your act together, you've got a pay rise, and you start investing the $1,000 again, and this time you do it for the rest of the 20 years. So the total investment period now is still 30 years, right? So you do the $1,000 a month for the next 20 years at 8% per annum, you know how much you end up with? $1.037 million, of which $240,000 would be your money and $706,000 would be the interest payment. So in other words, if you did $500 a month for 10 years, for the first 10 years, and then $1,000 a month for the next 20 years, you will end up with $1.128 million. Compare that to the original 30-year plan that you might have had, you've just lost a cool $300,000 plus for doing that lifestyle creep. So basically, that 10 years of your life that you've really enjoyed has cost you about $300,000. Now, retrospectively, you've got to tell me, is that worth it for you? You know, is that something that you could have used better in your retirement than right now?
Let's change the scenario. Let's say you do the same thing, $500 a month for 10 years at 8%, um, which will net you $91,000 at the end of the 10 years. But now after 10 years, rather than $1,000 a month, you want to do $1,500 a month because you've enjoyed your lifestyle, you've had a bit of creep, but now you want to cut back on expenses, and now you want to contribute $1,500 a month for the next 20 years at 8% per annum. That's actually more than what you might have contributed in the long term, right? Because in the original scenario, we only contributed $1,000 a month. So now you're contributing $1,500 a month for 20 years at 8%. You will have ended up with $1.331 million, of which um, $360,000 would be your own money and $880,000 would be interest money. So in total, you would have had $1.422 million. That is the original $91K plus the $1.331 million. And guess what? Despite you spending more money in the 20 years than you would have done originally when you'd done the $1,000 plan, you still end up with less money. $1.49 million in the original case, and now only $1.42 million. And that is how lifestyle creep can affect you if you don't utilize the money that you have and invest early. It's also another example of the power of compounding, which I've talked about. So who is at risk of lifestyle creep? Young people. Young people at risk of lifestyle creep for two reasons. Young people don't generally understand financial concepts um, at a very early age. So let's say if you're a 16, 17, 18, 19-year-old who's just finished high school and you've got your job, it's unlikely that you fully grasp the power of compounding and the power of investing and the power of saving at that tender age. Now, if you're 25, you've just graduated from medical school and you've just scored your prestigious internship spot, which you're going ahead for surgical training and you've just got into surgical registrarship, you're working all these hours and you're making all this money, part of that will lead you potentially at risk for developing some lifestyle creep because you you know work so hard, you can't cook your meals, you've got to eat out more, you need a cleaner, you need a gardener, you need this, you need that, and then you become a consultant surgeon. And of course, you need that Mercedes-Benz or the Maserati. Um, I don't know what surgeons drive these days, but I'm sure some of them drive very nice cars. And of course, that's how lifestyle creep comes into play. Who else is at risk of lifestyle creep? Well, near retirees. Now, if you're just about to retire, you've got about 10 or 15 years up your belt before retirement, and you've gotten rid of your kids because if kids are all grown up, they've gone to university, they're self-sufficient. Well, what are you going to do with all this money? Because you're earning so much money. You're at your peak earning capacity with expenses actually reducing. Luxury vacations, a better home, a better car. So the whole point of retirement in that case becomes trying to maintain the lifestyle that you're used to. Now, if you're upping the game and increasing your lifestyle, now that you're getting used to something that you may not be able to afford when you retire. And guess what? If that happens, you're stuffed. So what do we do? We work more. We work longer. We work longer hours. We try and make more money to compensate for that. And the irony behind that is your retirement is actually delayed. Those are the two groups of people that are at significant increased risk of lifestyle creep. And of course, your average family is also increased risk, mainly from what you buy your kids, what you eat, where you go for vacations, what schools they go to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, a lot of this you know, can be judgmental, but you have to think about what's right for you. You have to think about what's right for your family, and you've got to think about what's right um, you know, in the long term and whether it's really, really worth it for you 
to be able to not avoid lifestyle creep. And as a result of that, you tend to you know, go ahead and have all these you know, non-essential spending items. Um, and that's fine. If, if you think that's worth it for you, I think that's completely acceptable. I, I don't think you should um, you know, change that. But I think it's really important for you to be aware that if you don't understand lifestyle creep and how that can affect you now and how that can affect you when you retire, then um, you know, it's important for you to be aware of that because if you're not aware of it, then you can't get that time back. Now, before I finish, um, I just want to um, you know, make people aware that um, the whole point of this podcast channel is for you to understand personal finance concepts, uh, but we have a focus on investing we have a focus on asset protection. I've talked about that with personal life insurance in the past. And we also talked about wills and trusts. So if you're new to this financial channel, then I think it's reasonable to start at episode one because I've gone through it chronologically. Um, and the first 10 episodes are probably the most important in terms of getting your financial concepts right. And then after that, we tend to delve into more deeper topics, um, get a little bit more geeky. So I really appreciate all the support that I've received. Um, I noticed the subscriber rate on CastBox has increased. Uh, thank you very much for those that have messaged me on Facebook and also SMS me. Uh, if you have tried to SMS me in the last week or so, sorry, I haven't been able to get back to you because I'm overseas. So I'm a little bit busy this week, um, but I'll try and get back to you when I get back to Australia this weekend and then i'm again overseas next week so you know i'll try and get back to as much as i possibly can till next time be aware of lifestyle creep how it can impact you how it can impact um, people that you love and how it can impact your retirement plans and goals and till next time stay safe thank you hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 